calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Anything Can Happen Thursday. Let's hit the clubs and meet hot women. Here we go. Lock up your daughters. We're going to hit it and quit it. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. not even thinking about the tongue what you talking about willis by the way do you know the website you know i'm embarrassed you know the website number i uh you know i should have it in front of me and i don't i'm i'm, right. I'm actually embarrassed i'm gonna call your well, office directly me, too it, and no, get it later it, 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 it is recovery and now how you keep it funky and juicy is the funk is the rhythm and all that jazz and the soul of the music and all that stuff but you gotta be lubricated now almost like snot you know what i mean our feature presentation i really want to know what you mean to be honest mm. i need to know about lubrication i've heard otherwise who's with me <laughs> <laughs> you might need to morning everybody brand new kevin and bean show it's thursday morning the 13th of june what's up you guys oh that's a change yeah what's up what's up had a uh, very sad incident happen yesterday. Mm. Um, my wife's been uh, taking care of, uh, doing the best she can without interfering, some new little birds that were born in our yard about uh, two weeks ago. They got a, they put a nest in a flower pot. And uh, she's, been, uh, she's been looking after them, doing what she can, sharing it on her Instagram. And there were four little birds. And by the way, they, they, they grew up so fast. I mean, we all know that. But I mean, from the time they're born... You know, just blind, little, tiny, no feathers, just the size of a, you know, a marble, to the time that they leave the nest and fly away is less than two weeks, which is remarkable to me. So there was one straggler left yesterday who hadn't left the nest yet. All the others were gone. One little bird. So you put it down? No, I didn't put it down. You ate it? I didn't eat it. So we're, just, we're just trying oh, to participate. Chip, Chip wants to know if you put it in your butt. I did not put it in my butt. Okay. That didn't even occur to me. Right. That was my guess. Yeah, so you're I'd out. X that out. So I don't think this was my fault, but I went out there and I just, you know, I pu- pushed aside the plant just to see. On if the bird. The, if the nest was. You it. squished no. him. You no, I didn't. killed the bird. Killed no, the bird. I didn't kill the bird. No, I didn't. I just, I, I just moved some of the brush away so that I could look down into the nest. I never touched it or got anywhere near it just to see if the bird was still there. And I guess it it must have startled the little guy because he immediately flew out of the nest, which is what I was hoping to see him do anyway, right? Yeah. So he flew out of the nest and he went about four or five feet or so, and then he landed on the on the uh, the patio, and then he kind of and Donna shot him with a shotgun. Nope. Mm. Then he kind of just hopped. Then, wait, hop. hold on. Then you put him in your butt. Still no butt. Uh, yeah. Then he now again. This is the first time he's ever flown. So you know, I was impressed that he you know landed fine. And then he kind of hop, hop, hopped about I don't know 
two or three steps Mm -hmm. on the patio. And out of nowhere, a blue jay swoops down (laughs) from the sky (laughs) and picks up this little bird. Oh, that's so sweet. No, it's not so sweet. Oh, he's helping him fly. Not fly, to take him for a No. Get up in the air, little bird. Join me. Join me. This Join blue, me, bud. blue bird of hate pulls just out of nowhere, just grabs this little bird in his beak and just flies off. And then his the little bird's mom just starts chasing after him. There's nothing she's going to be able to do. This blue bird is like 10 times the size of this little junko, right? So that bird, its existence outside of the nest was less than t- 10 seconds. Because of you. Yeah. I mean, oh, had you not... Yeah. Rustled around in right. there. That bird would be safe. All I yeah. did was where it was. All I did was push the plant aside just to look to see if the bird was. was right, but still we're in saying the nest. it wouldn't have been at risk well, had it right. not left but the nest. The mm-hmm. bird was going to leave the nest at, at some point at a anyway. Different point. At a healthy right. point. Yeah, when that when blue bird was like hanging by. out yeah. somewhere else. Right. You, you basically but, uh, pushed him in the street right before yeah. the truck came. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I wasn't looking at this as my fault at all. By the way. Yeah, you're maybe you need to. You should refigure. It's a very sad story, though. Um, if I murdered a bird, yes. I didn't murder a bird. Yeah, I'd, I'd be sad, too. R.I.P. Bird. <laughs> the Blue Jays just out of nowhere, they just picked him up and just took off. And then you high-fived the Blue Jay as it no. flew out? Yeah. You gave and him the, the money because that was the hit that you paid for? And by the way, I had no idea that birds were cannibals, either. I mean, birds eat other birds, you guys. I mean, the, the ones you pay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You'd have to make a deal with him. But. Right. I'm sad, and this isn't helping. This is remorse you have. You're I didn't sad do any. You caused the bird to die. You're feeling guilt. I didn't do anything. Had guys. you not I was just looking after rustled the bird up, it yeah. would still be safe. I mean, my wife was so concerned. My wife was so concerned about these birds not hurting themselves when they tried to fly, uh, you know, out of the p- flower pot. Mm-hmm. That she she covered the porch with blankets and pillows so that they would have a soft landing if they didn't fly very well at the beginning. Have you guys put out like candles and pictures of the bird and stuff, like a you know, like a kind of a shrine, <laughs> a little yeah. cross tribute? No, for the neighbors like to come over and pay tribute. Put out a cage, paint it white. No. <laughs> well, you're not much of a bird owner. I, Sitting out there reading my Angelou. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad, that, guys. It's <laughs> just, I mean, nature is a bitch is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, so's the dick that rustled the bird and made it get like, I got to right? get out of here. That guy's going to kill me. Little did Birdie know, no, that guy is just the accomplice to what's about to kill you. What a bummer. Quick question. Are you have- more? No, about something else. Okay. If we have time. Do we have time? Sure. sure. It's only 5.37, right? Uh, yeah, what's right. time What's time to a murderer? Wow. And what's your time there? It's 5.37, right? Is that what you guys are, have? <laughs> Let's just check. Let's watch check here. I'm more nervous you're checking the time to see if you could push us into the street. I've got 5.38.12. <laughs> Here's the question okay. I have for you. Yes. Just real quick. Mm-hmm. Jensen watched his first ever hockey game last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least part of it. Yeah. It's definitely not my, watch? not my... I watched the whole game, but it's okay. not my first one ever. Okay. Well, pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Saddle like. Um, here's the question that, that I have about uh, the Stanley Cup. Now, we've been lucky enough to have the Cup here at K-Rock on a couple of different occasions. And it's, it's the most famous uh, and beloved t- t- trophy in sports. I think we all can agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. The most history. Mm-hmm. And they, they give it the white glove treatment everywhere they go. Right. 
I mean, they take such care with it to make sure that they don't run into a door with it or, you know, they make sure it's safe going in and out of buildings. They always put it in that, that big case and everything. The men who handle it, who bring it out onto the ice after the final Stanley Cup game are wearing white gloves. Correct. And then they hand it to a player who skates around the ice with it and kisses it. And then every all day uh, they get 24 hours throughout the summer to do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being used as a toilet. Oh, yeah. In the pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It ends up being thrown off the roof of a building. Mm -hmm. Uh, People pee in it. One player had his dog eat out of it, use it as a dog bowl. I don't think anyone's peeing in it. Yes. Not the uh, the players, but the players' kids have peed in it. Okay. It's been used as a soccer ball. It's been left on the side of the road before Mm -hmm. after stopping to change a tire. It's literally just been left behind... The Stanley Why? Cup stopped to change a tire? It's that good That's and insane. that helpful. You need some help? I'll I guess, do it. I guess Are you Lord Stanley? <laughs> I'm a trophy. I'll help. I guess what I'm asking is, why the charade? Why, why the, the charade of the white glove? It's if, just, it's tradition. It's a little pomp and circumstance, so it uh, looks real cool I also special. think they, you know, clean it up a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> between well, of course, the it has to get, it gets cleaned up between every player, right. of course. It has to, and repaired sometimes. Right, but I'm saying at the end of the team being able to have their day with it mm-hmm. and all that, I'm sure they give it a good deep cleaning. They do, of course. And then they, they want to keep it clean with the white gloves. I like that. Right, but they're just pretending that it's in some sort of sterile environment. No one thinks it's And the next thing you know, a guy's riding a, riding a, a buffalo with it, uh, you know, in, in the jungle. <laughs> Yeah, file that. How? Where do buffaloes live? I mean, uh, in the jungle, jungle? Ali. Well, I mean, they don't live there. They run through it with Got the it. cup. With the cup. Uh-huh. So Bean wants them to just, like, kick it to them. Just like, here, man, here's your trophy, bro. Like, yeah, you just, don't... Dr- just drop kick it to the captain is what I guess I'm suggesting. You're, yeah. You want, the you want like, a similar line between their behaviors with it. Like, oh, just, if, you, if you're going to poop in it, let the person who's handing it off also just Just go it. ahead and poop in it on the ice. Don't pretend that it's a treasure. Don't pretend that it needs to be protected or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have put have started fires in it. I mean, it's just insane. What this, Look at the history of the crazy things people have done with the Stanley Cup sometime. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anyone's ever rustled a bird out of it, yeah. and then the bird died. <laughs> Oh, I'd almost forgotten about that. Okay. But the buffalo in the jungle, that's the yes. thing. That's, <laughs> that no, my that will be the takeaway. That one yeah. concerned me the most. Yeah. So congratulations to the uh, to the Blues. Try not to try not to mess up the cup, I guess is what I, I just saying. want to say this, though. The Blues, mm-hmm. new coach in November, right? Because mm-hmm. they were having such a terrible season. Yeah. Last place January 3rd. Right. Won the cup in Boston. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and the goalie was in the minors when the season started. Insanity. Yeah, it's quite a story. Yeah. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Beach show, shall we? I do not want you to do that. Uh, Dr. Drew's on the show today. Mm-hmm. We have Get Up On This with Jensen. Yes. Both of those are Thursday features. We have a, a comedian Jeff Ross and David Tell both joining us. That's Excellent. a lot of firepower right there. Uh, Bean thinks he's going to run a marathon. Uh, no, uh, you wrote that down wrong. Bean is going to run a marathon. Oh. Uh, sure, that's close. Close. Okay. Bean thinks he's going to run a marathon. Bean's going to run a marathon. And uh, Blink-182 Blink Secret Show. We've got your tickets for that as well. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening and all of the rest of it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Ow. You're right. Did <laughs> just, you just hurt yourself? No, I, I'm okay. I just, it was more of a surprise that it was pain. Okay. Just oh, bought like a bird. Bashed. Oh, again with the bird. Mm. We didn't kill it. 
By the way, Edwin says we, uh, our frequent uh, contributor and listener, Edwin says we need to do a phone-in topic on mm-hmm. you tried to do something nice or innocuous and disaster followed. Wow. Which I think may be a good idea. Yeah. Or what it's like to work with a murderer. Right. That would okay. be a good call right. topic. I mean, there are two separate topics. Like, mm-hmm. what I, happened with Bird being killing the bird and then a, other people? There's a third topic. Because mm-hmm. uh, Edwin sent me an email uh-huh. and he said, we should talk about our favorite musicals because Beans is Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> hey <laughs> I should, not have sha- I should not have shared this story with you guys. <laughs> hey, uh, Ali is here with our first look at what's happening on a Thursday morning, Kevin Abicho. Uh, what's going on? Say bye-bye, Birdie. Yeah. Because he is, killed the bird. Yeah. That is. bird did not get as much of a life as I was hoping. What if uh, he's just living the good life with this blue jay? Like, they're best friends. It's like a buddy uh, cop. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, do you know he, kill- he got killed? I mean, look. Do I? No, I don't. It okay. seems most likely, though. All right. That did not look like a friendly, hey, I'm going to give you a ride and help you out, buddy. You know what I mean? It looked like your dinner. And you've mm-hmm. watched enough birds pick up birds to know that? <laughs> no, it just, that was the feeling I got. Maybe it was just, you know, worst case scenario, and I, I'm afraid that that's what happened, but it seems likely to me. Okay. Guys, remember uh, when Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to a fight on Twitter? Mm-hmm. It was and weird. It, it got us all thinking, oh, obviously, there's going to be a tie-in. It's going to be an ad campaign so for something. Yeah. yeah. Axe, so body random. spray, something. And I said, I I wish that Bieber was just sitting on his couch and was like, yeah, I totally want to fight Tom Cruise. I'm going to tweet about it. But there's no way because right. that's just silly. No, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he said, nah, I was just playing. The story is I saw an interview with him and it was just on my mind. I don't know why I thought about it. It's just a random tweet. I do that sometimes. Oh, I wish Tom Cruise would have responded. Let's yeah. go. I do too. Let's go. You, Let's you pick the time and place. This. Well, he also started thinking about it after people were responding to him with videos of Tom Cruise in movies fighting people and superimposing Justin's face. One of those clips, he just responded, damn, Tom, that didn't go as planned. <laughs> he started realizing that maybe he couldn't take Tom Cruise. So he said, I'm pretty sure he'd whoop my ass in a fight. I'd have to get in good shape. I'm really skinny right now. I think he'd probably be out of my weight class because he's big. You know, he's got that dad strength. That well, dad strength. Also yeah. not big. Not big. No, at no. all. Um, bigger than, way, than Justin, but still not may, big. Maybe. First of all, we Shorter. all agree Tom Cruise wins, right? 100%. Yes. 100%. Even yeah. though Tom Cruise is 31 years older than Bieber, he still wins. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is like hanging out of helicopters. Right. Jumping buildings. Riding buffaloes. Riding jungle. buffaloes <laughs> in the jungle. There's so much happening. I just don't think it's that impressive to challenge a guy who's 30 years older than you to a fight. Well, it isn't. He was just kidding. Yeah. Do you know how many people 30 years older than all of us could whip all of our asses? Most people 30 Most years older people. than me. Most people. Yeah. A bean. But we're not dumb enough to challenge them to a fight. Right. That's no. the difference. I think Clint Eastwood could beat me up. Oh, definitely. I think I could take most people in their 80s, you guys. Oh, I don't think mm. so. I do. I don't think I'm so. I'm not sure. Mm-mm. Wilford Brimley? Well, I mean, he's got a killer right hook. Right? Yeah. There's no way. We need to, he's still alive, right? We need to try Wilford this. Wilford Brimley is still alive. We need okay. to test it. Yeah. You need to find an 80-year-old uh-huh. for me to fight. Hey, <laughs> if any 80-year-olds are listening right now, give a call. one 800 No, no, no. No, no call. You don't even have to be mobile. No. We'll we'll come to you. You know what? Thank you, Allie. This is a great idea. 
that's how I'm going to cap off running that marathon. Uh-huh. Is after the marathon, I'm then gonna I'm then gonna go into the octagon with an 80 year old. Do you want to hear some famous 80 year olds? Mm-hmm. Yes, Ian McKellen. Kick your I ass. I can take him. Maury Povich. Oh, he mm. is not the winner. There's no way you could take it. Kenny, I don't think I could take Maury Povich. I think you'd get your ass kicked yeah, by Kenny I, Rogers. No, I could take Kenny Rogers. Oh, I'm not wow. even sure it's him anymore. I've seen yeah. pictures and I don't yeah. even recognize uh, Kenny Rogers. Christopher Lloyd. I could take him. Soul singer Bill Withers. Oh, oh I could take him. Definitely. You could not. He's frail. Still, Bill would take yep. you. But uh, he's, he's frail. You'd have to lean on me. Oh. I got one who definitely will kill you. And I, he's not a good dude, but John Voigt. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah, I, think I, so. I think Bean's overestimating his ability at fighting. John Voight is 80? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. Ted Turner, he'd beat you up. Anyway, letting you know, you wouldn't beat any of these people. Not okay. a one. Dick Not Vitale's one. 80 years old. These are all people who would... Oh, Terrence Stamp would eat you for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just settle for the marathon that day then. No boxing. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know this. Once you run your first marathon, mm-hmm. when you're not in shape at all, mm-hmm. you want to box someone after. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't aware. That's of why that. I thought it would be yeah. it would be an impressive um, display of my talent. Sure. Uh huh. And then I'm going to swim to Catalina. Wow, this <laughs> is a day. <laughs> you're going to fly to the moon. Sure. While you're at it, without a rocket. Sure. Maybe a bluebird could swoop in and pick you up. Too soon. Guys, it's a lot of birthdays today. Okay. I haven't looked at them. All right. Good. So, uh, Tim Allen, happy birthday. Uh-huh. Do it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. That was a puberty in the first one. Yeah. Um, Ashley and Mary-Kate. That's weird that it's oh, both of their birthdays. Same birthday. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Chris Evans, oh, happy birthday. Rivers Cuomo, Steve-O, DJ Snake, Kat Dennings, Ethan Embry, isn't it Trump's birthday today? Or no? Or is he I later this week? Happy birthday, Mr. President, is trending, so I haven't sourced wow, it, but that would seem Dave, likely. leaving him off the list. I feel like I feel like that's on you. Sounds like I something... saw it tomorrow. So uh, oh, really? Oh, maybe it is. Sounds like something a snowflake would do, though. <laughs> I'm triggered. Listen, I don't want to wish him happy birthday today if it's tomorrow. It's okay. tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Okay, All good. right. Wow, are his fans just... <laughs> yes, so yes, they are. Start, baby? <laughs> I don't know. It's a full, t- full 48 hours. <laughs> uh, that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. First, though, we want to give away some tickets to the secret Blink-182 show that uh, Mark and Travis announced on our air on Tuesday morning. It is happening June 20th. We can tell you that. We cannot tell you where it is. But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and we want you to be there if you're a Blink One Eighty Two fan. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. How are we giving these away? Just a second. Oh, you get Could the very the... you get the very first second of the song. Mm-hmm. Wow. We'll play it for you twice, mm-hmm. and then you have to guess what song it is. Well, that sounds pretty easy if you're a Blink One Eighty Two fan, right? Sure. Because you, sure. you know these songs. For most songs, yeah. All right, so if you get it right, you go into the drawing, and someone wins tickets to the show you cannot buy tickets for. You can only win them from K Rock. Who is up first, please? Adrian and Santa Ana. Good morning. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Hey there. You ready? Morning, Adrian. I am ready. All right, here's your song. I'm going to play it for you twice. One more time. Oh, that's all the small things. Yeah, it is. Nicely done. That is how you, that's how you do it. Adrian just gave you a master class in how to win this game. All right, one for one. Just give us the answer. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's the class. Alfredo in Lawndale. Hi. All right, let's do this. All right, here's your song. One more time. 
Okay. It's easy. It's I miss you. It is I wow. miss you. Nicely done. Master class. Another right there. class. Wow. Uh-huh. Two teachers. Two for two, you guys. All right. Let's go to Caitlin in uh, Rancho Cucabunga. Good morning. Good morning. Are you ready for your song? Yeah. Here we go. Oh. One more time. <laughs> What's my age again? You didn't get that. It was going to be trouble. That was kind of a class. It was like uh, more of a tutoring. (laughs) Three for three. Very impressive, you guys. Daniel and East Los. Good morning. Can I get a woo-woo? (laughs) Woo-woo! I'm there for you, Daniel. Never ask for that again. Everybody else has rolled their eyes. I want you to know I'm down with you, man. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. One more time. Is it a date together for the kids? Nicely done. Turns out our our kids know Blink. Yeah, really being taken to school with all these classes. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like Blink-182 fans are familiar with the group's music. Uh, Yes, correct. That's my takeaway here so far. Mm -hmm. Robert in Riverside, good morning. Good morning. No pressure, but uh, four out of four so far. So That's not... I haven't done so hot either myself. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least you have this one. One more time. Yeah, I'm 0 for 4. (laughs) (laughs) You're really only 0 for 1. Yeah. Uh, That's Aliens Exist. I suspect that's a Tom song. What do you guys think? Yes. (laughs) Just guessing. Mike and Santa Clarita. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Are you ready for just... Are you ready for just a second? Uh, I'm ready. There you go. Yep. Okay. Yep. One more time. Uh, Adam song. Yes. By the way, when we had the guys on a couple of days ago, and it might be worth, uh, if you're a Blink fan, you didn't hear it to check out the Kevin Bean podcast. Didn't it seem like Mark made a reference to it being a very dark time when he wrote that song? He didn't make yeah. a reference to it. He said I almost had to die for that song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, he put some blood, sweat, and tears into that. But it's a great song. All right. Uh, we got to time for a couple more, and then we'll do the drawing and find out who's going to the show. Nina in Palmdale. Good morning. Hello. Hey. Hi there. Nina, you with us? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Here's the first second of a Blink-182 song. You give us the title. You go into the drawing. <laughs> One more time. Damn it. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> oh, no, she got, she oh, that was her guess. That was her guess. The song okay. is Damn It. All right, I thought she was frustrated. Okay, right. one more. Uh, Daniel in Baldwin Park. Good morning. What'd it do? Just a second is what we're doing. Are you ready? Let's do it. One more time. Uh, Josie. Nicely done. Love these listeners. It's a great batch, you guys, especially seven, this, seven this early. I mean, come on. Uh, Adrian Alfredo, Caitlin and Daniel, Mike and Nina and Daniel, all in the drawing. They all correctly identified the song by just one second, but only one and a guest will enjoy the secret Blake 182 show on June 20th. Who's it going to be, please? Yo, Adrian, you did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Congratulations, Adrian. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm like I'm pulled over and I'm like screaming. I'm excited. No We're worries. so oh God, mad you. you're excited to go to this event. <laughs> We're looking for someone jaded. Can we pick another winner? Congrats! Thanks for calling. Just a second. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, uh, Jensen. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet there's something out there that you know about that we don't. I think I can help. It's called Get Up On This. Get Up, Get On Up. See, weekly, I come in and I help you with things that you might not know about or things you may have missed. I'm sort of your guide through things that I think you should think are cool. Mm -hmm. Sort of a tutor for coolness. Well, heads up. This week, as we dive into summer blockbusters like the new Spider-Man or Lion King, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, or Child's Play, you have to wonder, is anything original anymore? These movies are all sort of just redos or sequels. Finding something uh, that's not that is almost like a needle in a haystack in 2019. And that had me kind of bummed. When I was a kid, when we would go see summer blockbusters, whether it was action, suspense, or horror, you seemed excited because it was something completely fresh and unknown. You'd walk in and you'd be like, what's Jurassic Park? What's Independence Day? <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Those are just a few. Mm-hmm. Did you that... just throw Who Framed Roger Rabbit in there? That movie It was rules. a weird, it was a like, in there. It was odd, great though. Movie. How dare you? Yeah, no, great movie, just not really with the other ones. Yes, it is. Saying. You are both wrong. Okay. Get up on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You didn't know what, to, what you were going to get or what to expect, and that's exciting. So it got me thinking, what can I offer you as an alternative to the movies that are now already known mm-hmm. that are going to be in theaters in the next few weeks so that you have both a pleasant, fresh take and also something to suggest to your friends? Okay. It's very easy. So I picked three movies you can currently see on Amazon Prime that you can get up on this summer. Okay, good. Number one, The Edge. The Edge. Anyone? Yeah. Uh, Never heard about of it. U2's guitarist. Nope, it's not that. It's a 1997 action survival film starring Alec Baldwin and Sir Anthony Hopkins. I remember it well. To me, it is a modern-day masterpiece. It's notably written by David Mamet, who has a Pulitzer Prize for his Broadway play and later film Glengarry Glen Ross. But here, he is tackling an intense and nonstop emotional terror ride. It tells the story of a billionaire, played by Hopkins, who's married to a young swimsuit model, played by Elle McPherson, in a real stretch of a role, <laughs> who accompanies her on a shoot to a remote Alaskan village for a famous photographer played by Alec Baldwin. It's almost a little bit of Alec Baldwin playing himself at times. <laughs> Alongside the photographer's assistant played brilliantly by lost Harold Perrineau, the group uh, crash lands their small plane in one of the greatest crash scenes in film history, and the rest I will not spoil for you. This is a rare mixture of important dialogue and nail-biting fury that is near impossible to achieve. Wow. I, I tell you that. It's mildly, uh, I mean, it was mildly received by critics uh, upon release and commonly called the Bear Movie. Because, when was it released? Uh, 1997. Sorry. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, because there is a bear in it. Uh, All right. Pr- I'm back in. See? But See, I was out with Alec Baldwin. But no. if there, uh, there's enough bear. There's a lot of bear. Oh, there's a lot I'm of bear. I'm in. Uh, okay. It is my favorite action movie ever, and most people have not seen it. Wow. wow. Favorite ever? Yes. Wow. I can, uh, I can totally co-sign. It is a great movie, and it is such a battle of will and smart yep. and stamina between Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. You all, And you don't know who to root for. It's so good and you will love it and it has a twist. It's so good. And okay. it has a bear alley, yeah. Yes, a big time bear. Number two, The Descent. 
Yes. Okay, it's a 2005 horror action movie out of Britain, directed by a guy named Neil Marshall, who went on to direct two essential episodes of Game of Thrones. How would I know? Never seen it. But I've heard that Blackwater and the Emmy-nominated Watchers on the Wall are both very good. He did those later in his life. But The Descent is much earlier. This movie follows six female spelunkers who have dove into an uncharted cave together to not only combat claustrophobia... Uh, and unexplained demons, but their own issues, betrayal, and rage. It's very low budget. The movie was a success in theaters, spawning two very bad sequels. I will not get you up on those. <laughs> but still enough people have seen this. Uh, but I think it's still kind of an unknown. Kevin, you've never seen it? Um, no. It's great. It deals not, not only oh, in the monster so genre, but it handles dramatic turns wisely, so much so that one critic called it the modern-day alien. Wow. Let's listen to a bit of its trailer. It's not good, guys. Can we get out of here? Which way? I don't know. Sarah thinks she saw someone back So there. what? I don't think I saw someone. I saw someone. No, you heard something and you saw what you wanted to see. It's the dark. It plays tricks on people. Yeah! Please! Is there anybody there? Yeah. In. Yeah, yeah I stopped Whoa. spelunking after I watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, it would be very difficult to have me enter a cave. Uh, it's also just scary, not only just from the monsters, which is not a spoiler or anything, it's in the trailer, mm -hmm. but it's also just scary. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's just a terrible atmosphere to be part of. <laughs> Number three. And this one, I get a lot of laughs about people think it's a stupid movie. It's not. It's phenomenal. It's called Joyride. 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 Okay. Here we go. 2001 road thriller starring the late baby, baby boy in heaven, Paul Walker, Steve Zahn, Lily Sobieski and the uncredited voice of Buffalo Bill himself, uh, Ted Levine, who's the uh, I'd have me from Silence of the Lambs. Right. Okay. <laughs> director John Dahl. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoops. From director John Dahl, he's best known for Rounders, great poker movie. Love it. Uh, it's written by a young Clay Tarver, who would later show run Silicon Valley for years, and another young man named J.J. Abrams. Wow. It follows two brothers, Walker and Zahn, as they travel cross-country during college summer break to pick up Lily Sobieski, who plays Walker's girlfriend. Along the way, they play a prank via CB radio on a truck driver and then slowly play, uh, pay the price for the rest of their trip. Uh, shades of a movie called Duel that Steven Spielberg did in his early 20s, but it is a great, well-shot thriller that is a ton of fun to watch with friends. This summer, if you're like, have you ever seen Joyride? Most people say no. Pop it in. Everyone will love it. Uh, this movie suffered from being marketed to teens in a very crappy way. I mean, even the title Joyride doesn't tell you what it is. So here's a quick clip. This fall. Are so you guys ready for an adventure or what? Everything you say. Candy cane. We saw what you did to that guy. You pathetic, lonely freak show. We'll come back to haunt you. You really should get that fixed. Get what fixed? That taillight. Uh, the deeper voice, the dude's got a taillight, that's the bad guy. But then the deeper voice of like, are you going to take me to college? That's Lily Sobieski. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't okay. hear the difference yeah, there. Is that just me? It's very close. Okay. Okay, guys, those are the three movies. They're all available on Amazon Prime. This summer, go see, you know, you're going you're gonna to only be thrown sequels and reboots. List Let them me... again, please. Yes. Yes, go ahead. The Edge. The Edge. The Descent. Mm -hmm. And Joyride. I want to also just jump in and, uh, and say great, uh, great picks Thank on you. those. But I do feel that so many people, when they're thinking about what movie to see this weekend, only look at what's new. Exactly. And, they, and there's... 100,000 movies out there that you haven't seen. Yeah, per streaming service. Yes, yeah. every every once in a while, it's good to go back and pick up on one you missed. It's probably better than whatever the crap's being funneled into theaters this weekend. And especially these three that don't get the credit they deserve. It's almost like you said all that. 
He said it better. <laughs> that is my get up on this. Get up, get on 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 up on this. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. So we're at the Weenie Roast. Mm-hmm. And we're about to go on stage and introduce. I can't even remember which band. Which band was it? Uh, this was, I believe, Lumineers. Lumineers. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, 20 seconds from? Yeah. Well, I mean, if that. They were like, if 20. They were like, we got your microphones. It'll be any second now. And then we were all lined up in the back quiet. Mm-hmm. And Bean leans forward and says, what to you, Jensen? He goes, you know what I want to do? I want to run a marathon. No. What was that? No. What's that noise? Uh, Linus is asleep, you guys. Well, wake him up. With snoring? I don't want to wake him up because then he'll bark at us. Just... Does he need WD-40? <laughs> He's fine. Wait, uh, so we just he... have to listen to him snore because you don't want to wake him up? They probably can't even hear it on the radio. Don't even worry about it. Okay, so I lean in and I say what? How did he upstage the marathon? <laughs> uh, so he leans in and he says, you know what I want to do? I, ru- I want to run a marathon. Yeah. And it was, it was shocking, uh, not just because he says he wants to run a marathon, but because... How did you get to that in your brain? We were about to go on stage and yeah. announce a band. I have no idea. I literally have no idea where it came from. It just was a, just one of those thoughts that just pops into your head. And then <laughs> shortly after, he looks at me and says, Beer Mug, you would run a marathon with me? I said, sure, why not? And it Yeah, is... you definitely can't hear the dog. Being... No, not at all. <laughs> That's one thing we know for sure. Is that yeah, the and then dog Jensen jumped in and said, I'll do it. Yeah, because uh-huh. the, it is one. It, I, I said this to my my wife yesterday, and she was like, "I can't believe you have one of those." But it is like the only thing left on my bucket list as far as like weird hobbyish based stuff. Like I feel like I want to run a marathon before I die, and I only have a couple years yeah. left. <laughs> I have <laughs> never, a couple meaning two. The three I or have four, never yeah. given any thought whatsoever to running a marathon. It has never been on my bucket list. It is not something I have ever dreamt of doing. It's mm-hmm. not something I've ever been interested in. Right. But for whatever reason, it just popped into my head that day. And the more we started talking about it, the more I realized how unbelievably easy it is to run a marathon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. And that, I, and that I should just go out and just do it. I could probably do it today. You don't even need to get in shape. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, look, look. Didn't the machine come in here and say, I ran a marathon without even training? He did say that. Yeah, yeah but he's... Bert Kreischer is very different from you. He's the how machine. So? Yeah. I, I understand he's You're the you. Right, but what did I mean? Why do you why like, do you think Bert Kreischer is more likely to be able to run a marathon with no training than I am? If I was picking teams in school for I anything, would, for any any sport, anything, I would pick Bert Kreischer, and then that guy that looks like a weird lamb. Right. I don't know if I, I... I would be like, do you want to keep score? You can't play. He's a drunken baby I'm giraffe. very concerned for you. <laughs> so Bean is why a drunken are, baby giraffe. Why Bean, are you so gray? Being on the draft ladder is too below the kid who does the asthma puffs. Yes. Even in math yes. class. You know what I mean? Even yeah. when you're not being active, he's like... <gasps> you know what I'm saying. He's and, DJ Spina Bifida, for crying out loud. And Correct. Just, yes. And just behind the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Why is it nobody's mocking Beer Mug and or Jensen, who also jumped in and said, yeah, I'll run a marathon Because I you. think there's a better chance that Beer Mug and or um, Jensen would actually run a marathon. Yeah. And, yeah. I think and Jensen runs. I did. Yeah. I haven't in a minute. But I did. I five, I five miles a day, about five days a week. And I yeah, jumped- I mean, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been about a year. Bean, sure. when did you run? I've never run. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because so there's your answer. Stupid. Because whenever I see anyone oh, I'm sorry, out running. is stupid. Yes. Whenever I see was... anybody out running, I go, oh, he's poor and can't afford a car. I mean, that's the only <laughs> thing I think when I see a runner. And I <laughs> joked with you guys, but the way I kind of got in my hula skirt shape for weenie roast is I've been doing interval hike 
jog training, which is a lot of words, but... And it, not a real thing, is it? It is. Okay. It is. In the Santa Monica Mountains, uh-huh. I take, I, I power walk the hills, mm-hmm. and then on the flat parts, I'll jog them. And oh. I've also, in the past, I've done a 5K, which was insane. That's only 3.1 miles. Why is that insane, Muggs? If you've never done anything before, running, jogging three miles. Is uh-huh. it's a long ways. That's a long it's time. longer than it sounds. Yes. It doesn't seem far. Yeah, I know it doesn't, but have you ever run it? No. Then you, yeah. you're uh, ill-equipped to judge. We're not talking about a full marathon, though, right? We're talking like a half marathon or like a 5K. What are we talking? Ask, well, the, I mean, ask Jen, the man Jensen, with the instincts. Jensen and Muggs can tap out whenever they want. I'm going for the whole thing. Uh. Oh, no. I mean, if they want to be happy with 13-1, that's on them. Mm-hmm. But I'm a 26-tour. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, what is your plan? Do you... Do you because uh, I brought this up to my wife yesterday, and she was like, you know, you're having a kid in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I do have a treadmill in the house, and I could, you know, I could start this path. Mm-hmm. I could I could get back into shape. I don't know. I feel like this is the type of thing that probably requires more planning than we have time to oh, do you right think? now. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I was putting out there is, wouldn't it be a fun team-building exercise <laughs> for all of us on the show to run a marathon together? No. I'm going no. And by team building, you mean me and Jensen physically carrying you <laughs> 10 miles. He does, a team. He does need a team. I certainly expect no. Kevin and Allie to run with us. No. No, it's dumb. Well, Kevin runs. Yeah, right? Kevin, you run. Yes, but it's dumb. I'm not going to do a marathon. Why is it dumb? Here's why. You're not going to run a marathon. Stop acting like you are. But what if I it's do? It's not going to happen. Although but, you did say that about his tattoo. Yeah, and I said that about 6,000 <laughs> other things, and I was right about all but one. <laughs> so, Kevin, you're afraid you can't run a marathon, yes. and it, it will make you look bad when I do. Yes, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what's Absolutely. <laughs> and, Allie, what's your excuse? How come you're not in? Uh, I had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to stay. What if it's a cloudy day? Yeah. Oh no. yeah, that's that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Everybody that knows about the sun knows clouds yeah. block it. Sure. They block Plus it. running ew, why? It's terrible. Gross. Sweat and- it's Ugh. terrible, right? I've loved running most of my life. It really? is a great feeling yeah. when you get into the groove and you and when you're training well. It's a great thing. Bean, what's your training been like in the past? I've never run. Okay. I've never run one time in my life. He's, I mean, <laughs> I, I, the only running I've ever done is if, you know, I'm in the street and a bus is coming or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll, the only I'll time Bean's ever run bit. is for his life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like three or four steps. Yeah. So is this something we should we should seriously think about or is this just a, a, a conversation and now we're done? I'm serious about I'm it. I'm serious. Uh, it's a conversation and now we're done. I mean, Jensen, I, you would really do it. I would really do it. I mean, I'm nervous about my schedule with the baby coming up, but mm-hmm. I will 100% get into it. I love running, so this isn't that hard for me. All right, dumb question, and maybe at some point we revisit Bean, this. Bean, do you some... love running? I don't know. I've never done it. It doesn't okay. seem fun. Imagine fans, like imagine, <laughs> imagine <laughs> listeners, right? Imagine listeners on the sideline holding up signs. That say uh-huh. like you know in the first quarter mile. Yeah, I was gonna say do it, do it at the beginning. <laughs> I, I'm cheering for ukulele player Bean. Like <laughs> people, when you play the ukulele while you run, I'm in. Oh, well, that's I a think, change. I'll come with much. you then. I think, oh, that's uh, too much. Yeah. That's too much. I think that we need to revisit this another time and maybe take some calls from listeners because I bet we have a ton oh, of yeah. listeners sure. who just decided, hey, I'm going to run a marathon, and then they trained for a few months, and then they ran a marathon. I would because- guess that that's true, but I would guess any of those fans that thought that way were also athletic when they were younger. 
and did running or were sports or in maybe. some way exercised. Maybe. Or no, it, not maybe. I'm saying every single person that or did Or let's say they didn't. They have been training for a good year leading up to well, it. Well, that's my next question. Uh, how long are you How long are you supposed to train if you've never done it before? I, th- I looked up online. I think you can get away with four or five months. I do, based on what I saw online. That's pretty hardcore training. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just about it's building up your you know capacity to run more and more miles just yeah. by doing it daily. Okay, I'm in. Linus isn't going to be running. Mm-mm. Going to be he'll sleeping. Still be, he'll still be asleep. <laughs> get his weak stuff out of here. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hey, um, personal question, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When uh, it's sexy time, is there music happening? No. Do you set the mood? Is there a playlist? Is there a, is there a, a, a urban jams? What's going on? Uh, Meaning, like you just you, you just put on the song and then both people just recognize it and walk straight to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. No, but there are some people. You know, there are some people who are into kind of setting the mood with uh, you know with what you're wearing or the lighting. Mood music is a thing that some people are sure. Into. Sometimes sure. people put together a playlist that they a playlist that they think is going to help them get lucky or something like that. You guys ever have any uh, any any songs like that or no? I don't really. No. You just you have the the hockey game is usually on right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're multitasking, I would imagine. How about you, Allie? You seem like a mood music kind of chick. Yeah, I uh, uh there was a time when if I played a certain a CD Mm-hmm. My dude knew it was about to go around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was either Mary J. Blige or Faith Evans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Well, there's a list that just came out on the uh, on uh, the Huffington Post. And by the way, I did a little a little research on this, and there are lots of lists like this. Or I kind of compiled some songs that showed up on multiple lists as the the songs you should never play. During sex. In oh, other so words, these are the opposite of what? Yes, yeah, these okay. are the opposite of Faith Evans and Mary J. Blige. This is you've got your uh, you've got your iTunes on ran- on a shuffle, mm-hmm. and when this song comes up, it kills the mood. Okay. And Allie, I don't know if you're going to agree or disagree with the first one, but when, huh. when the theme from Star Wars comes up, I would imagine this would be this would make you hot. Absolutely, I have a boner right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody wrote I have a it. lightsaber right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote it on this, suggesting it, saying that I just uh, was getting it going with my girl. And those iconic first few notes blared through my apartment building. A guy was playing Star Wars on a tuba. <laughs> the timing could not have been worse or put his less in the mood for sex. So Star Wars, yes for Allie, mm-hmm. a yes for Kevin, probably no for most people. All right, here's a song you want to but avoid. Wait, Star Wars on a tuba, though, I'm a hard yes on that one. <laughs> now, hard yes. Hard yes, <laughs> yeah. All right, here's another one maybe you don't want to have come up on your Sexy Time playlist. you got <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Emphasis on in. How dare you, Allie? No. That is going to put you in the friend zone, I think, is what is suggested yep. there. Um, there are some songs that have a, uh, a difficult beat to keep up with, and frankly, songs that ask too many questions. I mean... I just feel like that would be a little bit distracting, don't you guys? I dig it. If you were able to keep the beat, though, you'd be something. You'd be very amazing. You could run a marathon if you could keep a beat to that song. All right. I strongly disagree with this. No. Uh, strongly. Uh, this is the only song that I get down to, but you guys tell me what you think. The legend of Oh, dear Lord. I want to take my... I want to get on that boat. Oh. They were the lucky ones. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. Dead. Worst yes. song ever. Um, there are some things that you want to just keep out of the bedroom. And look, there's a time to love America. There's a time to be patriotic. But when it's going down, do you need Lee Greenwood? And I'm proud to be 
I, I kind of dig this one. Really? For se- wait, for sex? I mean, just like, you know, I'm proud of being American. Sure, man. but during sex? I mean, I'm free to do what I want here. Sure. Yeah. It all plays into each other. <laughs> hmm. I just feel like the patriotism, I just feel like that's not the time. You Can know you I mean? do it with your hand over your heart? That's a great yeah. question, Kevin. It's important. Yeah, what if you were having sexy times with um, someone not from America? Mm-hmm. You're just letting them know, like, this is how we do it. Okay. And then right? you stand up and salute. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a wonderful uh, story that someone has uh, has uh, written in on uh, to contribute to this Huffington Post list. It says, I'm at the age where a lot of friends have kids, but we still think we're young enough to party like we're in college. One morning after a late night party, my husband and I woke up feeling kinky. We were in the privacy of my friend's guest room. We thought it was a perfectly safe room for getting down and dirty, but dirty. But just as we hit our stride on the lumpy guest room twin bed, we heard this blurring from the kids' bedroom upstairs. <laughs> nope. I think uh, I think that's good. That's a boner killer, right, Baby Shark? I mean, it does seem to me like that's just announcing there are kids in the area. Yeah. So maybe yeah. stop. The doing bigger that. question would be like, why do you have this in your iTunes? <laughs> We're in college. We don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think when it starts getting into mommy shark and daddy shark, I mean, I think re- all of them are pretty. Yeah, really. Kind of, uh, yeah. All right. Um. This would be my number one of a mood killer, and I think the reason is pretty obvious. Oh, come on. Right? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to think about dead kids. No. Yeah, but it does promote like birth control, how sad things can get if you have a kid with this person. But I don't think you want birth control when you're having sex. Well, sometimes. Oh, I mean... way to be a freaking leader, Kevin. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying. Oh, if, kids, if gonna, don't listen to that. If you're going to do that, you've already taken that precaution. Uh-huh. You don't need to wow. worry about... Never this mind. is quite a backtrack. Wow. Yeah. I think the part Kevin about... Kevin hates protection. <laughs> I I Kevin says, don't use birth control, ladies. That's Kevin doesn't say that at all. Um, <laughs> again, no explanation necessary. You don't want this to come up on your sexy time playlist. Come on, are you kidding? Really? This is the first one on the list that I think is on people's playlists. Yeah, I, sure. would, I wouldn't hate that. Really? Yeah. It's so aggressive, though. Yeah, it is. You are putting in work, right. Kevin. <laughs> My point. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, um, well, I think uh, I think we all know what we associate this song with. The, even though at one time it was a beautiful love song that would have been very appropriate to put on a playlist, I think now we all have a different image in mind. Spend all your time. Oh, no. Sad oh, dogs. Saddest dogs. Don't show me sad dogs. Oh, those dogs. Nope. In their little cages and their sad eyes. But what if you heard that, then you were like, you know what, let's just go adopt one. And then you have helped a shelter dog. That's great. It just doesn't help the sex part, but that's great. And then, excuse me, we're on Molly and I just met you at a frat party. I'm not going to pick up a dog with you. Let's get a dog together. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know anything about how Jensen and his wife are doing it, but I guarantee this is on his playlist. To me, mood killer. I'm sorry. All right, we just got a, a couple more here. Um, Kevin, um, this yes. sounds like your speed. I mean, any 
song that kind of makes you laugh, I feel like, is not what you want on the playlist. It's got a good rhythm. But what I will say is that it makes me want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You just want to hustle through whatever you're doing (laughs) to get to lunch. Can we finish this quickly? (laughs) And uh, the uh, number one uh, song that it is agreed upon uh, for the entire internet that you never, ever want to have come up on your iTunes when you're trying to have some sex. And I think we can all agree, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be unbelievable? <laughs> Everybody's running at double speed. <laughs> <laughs> the Benny Hill music comes up when you're trying to do it. I don't know, guys. Anything uh, Anything we missed on this list? Or uh, we hit, I got hit most one. of the big okay, ones. I have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That seems like a mood killer, right? Because you just killed it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not afterwards. That just plays in Kevin's head all the time. (laughs) Uh, I have one. Okay. Um, You know how, like, iTunes, like, uh, it it will play anything in your playlist? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just imagine this being played. Hey, folks, before I start the show here, let's go over my dates, my tour dates. Salt Lake City. From his podcast. Yeah, just from his podcast. Just play it up. And it's only been a few weeks, but uh, get tickets, will you? Yeah, Wise guys. Yeah, just August. Mark Marin talking about his interferes that no one's going to buy concert tickets Friday, just because Saturday, it plays anything in your iTunes, yeah, including podcasts that you've downloaded. That's true. I don't know. And if he started talking about me undies, I'd be like, yeah. August 30th, 31st, September 1st. That is fantastic. in Bloomington, Indiana. Come to that. All right. Come to that. Nothing turns me on more than hearing about Chuckle Hut in Boise, Idaho. Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Erica writes in Hey Bean, I ran my first marathon six months after having a baby. I trained for about four months. My training also included pushing a stroller. You got this. Sounds easy. Yeah, right? No, no, it's easy for sure. Uh, Neri says, uh, Bean, I used to be fit and played soccer all my life, so running wasn't foreign to me. Years ago, I met a woman at a 4th of July party that had recently run a marathon that she had only trained for three months to run. I was totally inspired. I've always wanted to run a marathon, and she made it seem reachable. So I printed out a training schedule for three months. I went out on my first training run, which was going to be about three miles. I got about a mile in and realized running sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, I still haven't run a marathon, says Neri from the LBC. So mixed uh, reaction so far to my idea to run a marathon. No, I, I think it's a great idea, though. I but, stand with uh, Neri. But, but Jensen and uh, and Muggs are in, and Kevin and Allie just haven't committed yet, but I feel like they're going to run with us. Sure. I told you the only way I would do a marathon is if I was in one of those big strollers with a cover, and I could just drink a cocktail while someone's pushing someone me. Someone pushed you. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> or like in. a rickshaw, almost. Yeah, yeah, totally in. Okay, well, we still got some work to do on the details, okay. I guess. Allie's here now. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Thursday. Guys. What's going on? This David Ortiz situation, it's... it's a lot. What's new now? Well, we didn't hear it. It's tricky. Well, so on Sunday, he was shot in the back, suffered severe internal damages, bullet exited through his stomach, and then he had his gallbladder, part of his intestines removed by surgeons hours after the shooting. He was flown back to Boston. He's now being treated at Mass General Hospital. Initially, the reports were it was a robbery attempt, then it wasn't a robbery attempt. He was shot in the leg. Then he wasn't shot in the leg. He was shot in the back. Okay. Well, now we know it definitely wasn't a robbery attempt. Okay. Because it was a full-blown, coordinated hit. Wow. 
And let's An assassination. Just say, yeah, let's just say they were offered a whopping $8,000 That's for... That's the part that I can't believe. I'm sorry? For said coordinated mm. hit on the former Red Sox star. By the way, uh, six people arrested. A seventh suspect remains at large. Can I just ask a question uh-huh. then? Seven people have to split $8,000? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That is what I'm Ocean saying. Ocean seven. That's <laughs> how broke they are in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. That, that seems wow. like a good deal. Yeah. And a lot of differing reports, but uh, the one that has the most steam is that uh, Big Poppy had an affair with uh, one of the biggest drug lords of the Domin- Dominican Republic's wife. I feel like you don't want to do that with one of the biggest drug lords of the country that has nothing really to lose. Maybe pick more carefully. Pick more carefully who you're going to have an affair with. If you're going to have an affair, you shouldn't because you're married, David Ortiz. You shouldn't be doing that. But my God. And if you knew you were having an affair with the drug lord's wife and people in the Dominican Republic knew about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not setting foot on a plane to go back to my country. Yeah, agreed. This is just a whole bad situation, you guys. Wow. I don't like it. Big Poppy. Shh. Or Ali's mom, Big Puppy. Big Puppy. Put a hit out on the dude. Yeah. My mom was devastated when she saw that on the news in Boston. She's like, Big Puppy, why would you do that? (laughs) Didn't uh, some some uh, Boston sports personalities at the game last night uh, wear Ortiz's jersey? Uh, yeah, Edelman did. Mm-hmm. Good times. How'd that go for you? I mean, well, I think the the effort was was well sure. intended. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You think they lost because they were supporting Big Poppy? No, oh. I think they lost because uh, nobody played uh, for Tukarask and. I mean, he... And St. Louis played pretty well. St. Louis, yeah, they got beat. Don't get me wrong. For sure, they got beat. But I feel like uh, you guys should have shown up a little more for Tuca. I mean, he kind of carried you the whole series. (sighs) This story, I can't. Bean, feel Mm. free. Mm -hmm. A third of Americans, that's 34%. Still, a little less. It's a little less, but go ahead. It says here. 34%. It's a roundup, yeah. I mean... Still sleep with a comfort object from childhood. Thank you. I'm sorry. Did you say 34%? (laughs) Which I understand is a little high for um, a third. Are you kidding? No. No. This is real. From their childhood. From their childhood. That could be a comfort object. Could be a stuffed animal. A blanket. Could be any of those things. But being yours is... Sock monkey. Sock monkey. And you can't travel without Sock Monkey. I won't travel without Sock Monkey. Okay. I have a Sock Monkey everywhere I go. I, I have a, 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 a duly designated travel Sock Monkey. Okay. And I have various different kinds of Sock Monkeys based on how I'm feeling. So it's not necessarily that one Sock Monkey. Right. It's just the idea of Sock Monkey. That's right. Multiple. Okay. That, because I, that's the weird part. Yeah, that's Because a, it's not a memento from his childhood. It's the no, no. thought of something. Yeah. No, you know what it is? It's not even that. It's not even the thought. It's the that I have been used to my entire life having something to cradle in that arm. You know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. to, to it's snuggle. A pretty, that's a pretty tiny snuggle, tiny snuggle object. Yes, yeah. it is. It's muscle memory. 
Yeah, it's yeah. what it is. And I just, I feel like, there, I mean, there's definitely something missing if I don't have that when I lay down. And you're right. I mean, I, I, I had a Curious George for a number of years. I had, oh, I, don't I had, ever sleep with something curious. I had Ewok, an Ewok for a couple of, uh, for a number of years as well. I mean, I've always had something. I've always slept with something my entire life. And he wears them out and he's got to move on. And the last oh, few years, no. it's been a collection of uh, sock monkeys. But I, I'm not surprised by this number at all because there's there's comfort in that, in having something to kind of cradle. I was, I'm surprised by, by the 30, number. 30, 34%. That's really high. That's yeah. shocking. Well, a survey of 2,000 Americans looked at nighttime habits and routines, including quirky things that you do to help you catch some Z's. 26% have an unconventional trick to help them fall asleep. Everything from thinking about alligators to putting their <laughs> legs up on the wall or rocking themselves to sleep. Oh. Would you know what the survey pinpointed as America's bedtime? The time that most people go to yes. bed. Uh, I will say... 11. Yeah, I was going to say around 11 I'm going to say uh, 10, 15. 9.34 p.m. Wow. That's crazy, That's right, right up my alley, man. That's great. <laughs> That's right. so beautiful. So those are people who've never seen Law & Order. Right. right. I mean, it's possible that they show. have a DVR. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Another 41% have nighttime rituals to help them fall asleep on time, including checking that the doors are locked, Listening to music or putting on a specific movie or TV show. Praying to Satan. Also. Praying to Satan. Not in the top not, okay, here. Not yeah. just you, Kevin. Is knocking yourself Sorry, out with Adivan? Is that on there? Uh, Adivan. Yes. Okay. No, it is. Is not. crying into your pillow about your life? Is that is that listed? No, that's just me. They didn't put that in the survey, though. <laughs> They're like, please stop writing to us, Allie. I'm like, no, really. We've sobbing, already finished the survey. Sobbing <laughs> it tires you out. People should do it. But the, I thought it was weird that the 28% was putting on a specific movie or TV. To me, that would make the most sense because, like, back in the day, that's when I knew my parents were going to bed because Carson was on. So they would turn on Carson. Carson Daly, that late, late. Yeah, they mm-hmm. love Carson Daly. Yeah. Um, no. And why did you do quote marks like my parents weren't to going bed. to bed? Because <gasps> they went to bed. Yeah, they weren't trying to sleep. Yeah. All right. Johnny Carson was their soundtrack. Oh, my God. Sam. And that's what we're talking to Dr. Drew about today, right? Isn't it? Falling asleep with the TV on and how with the TV it is. on with the light it's on, to gain anything? weight. It's supposed yeah. to make it's great. That's a stupid thing. Yeah, I hope he says it's false. I'm just saying. It's also it's- odd that it's females. Yes. Yeah. Well, females they gain only, no, no, no. They only, they only tested, females. tested females in that study. It's the dumbest study okay, ever. Okay, that's a dumb study. Thank okay. you, next bitch. We haven't even talked about that study. Okay. People are like, what are they talking yeah, sorry, about? Yeah, coming we'll up in about we'll an hour. Yeah. I'm just saying, a third of Americans sleep with a comfort object from childhood. Yeah. And none of you guys do? No. 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 Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I guess I'm the 34% then. I'm not sure how that, that figures out, but automatically there's five people in here. Adds up, yeah. Happy birthday, Tim Allen, Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen, Ali Sheedy, Rivers Cuomo, Chris Evans, Steve-O, Kat Dennings, Ethan Embry, and DJ Snake. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. And what a thrill it always is when we have our next guest in the studio with us here on K-Rock. The comedians, comedian Dave Attell and the Roastmaster General himself, yeah. Jeff Ross. Ladies and gentlemen, they're back like and they're bumping bikes. What's going yeah, on, boys? Kevin and Bean, good morning. I am stunned that you guys are here, and I'll tell you why. Because you were here when the Netflix special dropped a few months ago. Right. And I thought, there's too much star power on this lineup. There's no way these two are not going to kill each other after a couple of months on the road. And here you are still going strong and bringing the show to Morongo tomorrow night. Yeah, baby. It's amazing what a mortgage can do. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys been to Morongo? It's our first time. Sure. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you'll like it. You'll like it. 
We're going mean, to dress up. We're going to dress up for this one. No, you're not. No, I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> How long Jeff has makes been... all these big claims on radio. <laughs> How long and... has it been since you dressed up, Jeff? Well, we wore matching Hawaiian shirts nope, in Vegas. Nope, dressed up. I wore a suit to the uh, historical roast premiere. A couple... Oh, no. I wore a suit on The View the other day. Oh, all I right. can clean up. Did you have to buy a suit for that I did. appearance? I did. I did. <laughs> but can I say something <laughs> yes. before we hear? Jeff and I would do a lot of press, and Jeff is a master salesman. So he'll like promise all these big things, like, you know, all new material. We're going to wrestle a gator at the end. <laughs> and then we get there, and then I'm like, oh, now we got to step it up another notch. You know? <laughs> we always come through, though, baby. Come all on. Right. Well, it's a lot of pressure on the you, team. Do you accomplish everything that you say you're going to? No. Accomplish? Yes. No. Okay. He has yes. not built so the wall Jeff, yet. Jeff, yes. Dave, no. Okay. Our shows are gangbusters. I don't care what <laughs> Dave says. We are going to murder people this weekend. Like, if you're trying to get some action, bring your date. Dave and I will break the ice. We are the best wingman. Mm. You wing did man. do that in the special. Yeah, we hooked uh, yeah. people up. Did. It was concerning a couple times. I didn't know how <laughs> it was going to end, but it, it wound up being kind of beautiful. Oh, thanks. Dave. Yeah. But instead of having Paul Rudd on our show like we did on the Netflix yes. special, we're going to have a security guard from Morongo. Okay. Well, just as good. A local legend. Love it. Just as good. Give it up for Eddie. <laughs> now, now, Dave, you decided when you were about 20 what your outfit was going to be for life, right? And then just never changed. Well, you know, that's a... That's... I, I guess... Well, I like to dress for the job I don't have. You know okay. so, Right. Right now, I'm dressed for a guy who might be able to take care of your pool. So... <laughs> but yeah, it's functional. And uh, can I say one thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, airport security. I look like I'm part of the team. So they really let me right that's through. True. You know? oh, that's true. Dave's outfit for people... Um, Listening to this, who mm-hmm. can't see him? It's the same color as his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, it looks there... like he gives backyard abortions in Alabama. Good morning, oh. LA. Wow. <laughs> he's giving wow. away all, all of our best gems right here on the air. <laughs> yeah, but he's it's, it's all new material. All new stuff, so don't worry about it. Topical. With a are capital guys, C. Are you guys surprised that this this uh, this union, this partnership, this Bump and Mike's has survived, has lasted as long as it has? Well, it's uh, obviously still fun. You guys are obviously still enjoying each other. Oh, sure, yeah. It's I, I love it in the club situation, but doing these casino gigs, uh, we do take it to another level because I personally I couldn't I couldn't sell out a casino alone. You know, mm-hmm. okay. and with Jeff, you know, it's kind of a it's it's like that extra. That extra oomph that gets the crowd out. And it's really hard to sell any tickets. We were in Vegas. I mean, we were up against three Cirque du Soleil's, a dolphin sanctuary. <laughs> yeah. I believe uh, there was some other... We went axe throwing. There's so many different types of uh, entertainment there, you know? So That's it's tough. difficult to sell a ticket. We, tell me we, about the we, crowd. We, we, we packed the place. And let me tell you something. Our show is so... No show is the same. So we had people come in Vegas one night and then the second night. Is that right? We get repeats. We're like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> now, how no did Carrot Top end up with y'all? Carrot Top follows me around when I'm in Vegas. Really? He does. He's a sweetheart. He always takes us out. This time, Dave took us all out to dinner. And uh, we had Penn and Teller come by. We loved We loved the scene. Ve- we went by the Comedy Cellar. We went by Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club last time. Like, I love I love the comics. I love, the, I love inviting everybody to our green room. Dave, however, just sits in his green room by himself. Just sits there by himself, yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, Jeff's family is in my green room. <laughs> Jeff invites all these people, and then there's no place for them to sit. So. Hey, so but uh, what I was going to say is, how did we get all those people in there? We, we, uh, we did a code M for magician. 
and all the magicians in Vegas showed up. <laughs> wow. The magicians, <laughs> the illusionists, they all came down. It so was like the next Marvel like, you know, movie. the Amish built the farmhouse. Sure. That's what we did. We had to build the show quickly. So we had they to all, in a lot they of They all made Dave's punchlines disappear. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about the crowd at a casino. How different is that from a comedy club? Uh, how different is it? I'd yeah. give him an extra 20 pounds. That's what <laughs> I, I mean, said. Wait, but there's something about the buffet, the casino crowd, you know. They're sitting there. There's no walkouts, that's for sure. Okay. Rollouts in the hover, hover chairs. You hear that little, like, mm. Takes him a while, though, to get out. If you hear the horns going, eh, 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 eh. Dave likes to gamble, too. So we stay up late in Vegas. We played some blackjack and some slots. Mm -hmm. I played the Michael Jackson slot machine. It doesn't sound like Vegas is a great place for you guys. No, it's great. I know it's great, but I'm saying you do a show, then you gamble. Yeah, why not? Because then you don't have any money left. By the way, we went to the pool. I rented a cabana Mm -hmm. on the weekend in Vegas, and my friend Esther Steinberg was getting married, so she brought her whole bachelorette party over to our cabana. And I said to Dave, we have a bunch of friends. You should get down here. Dave showed up wearing exactly what he's wearing (laughs) now. Boots, jeans, like he's here to fix a carburetor. (laughs) I, um, I, I, whatchamacallit, I I don't dig the uh, Vegas pool scene. I don't dig it. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, that's for sure. Because, you know, most of the people there are atmosphere models. Did you know that? They're hired to make the, uh, make it more exciting than what it is. And as a crisis actor... I find that very. <laughs> Here's your new material, bro. Right oh, bro. Get into the. Write it down. The, uh, the show is at the Morongo, by the way, tomorrow night. Tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster.com or MorongoCasinoResort.com. Show is all ages. Um, by the way, you mentioned, uh, Jeff, you've been. Uh, Did very you say show is all ages? All ages. That's a terrible choice. That's a horrible That cannot idea. be right. What the. I'm against it's that. It's in a casino. Yeah, that's what it says. It's it says a... show is all ages. You think that's wrong? Yeah. Well, you think it, we've been given incorrect should... information? I'm saying What do you think is the proper be. age, Allie, for this kind of entertainment? 33 uh, plus? I'd say 21 plus. No, I so like that it's all ages. Let's teach the youth, Dave. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure that they want the youth being taught by you two. We're going to yeah. teach them how to roast, how to make fun of people, how to make <laughs> a joke. <laughs> Jeff, I was going to ask, you've been very close friends with uh, with Jimmy Kimmel yeah. for decades yeah. now. Uh, were you surprised when he opened up a comedy club? Oh, no. I was. Uh, it makes sense that he would start branching off into other businesses because he's mm-hmm. beloved. He he's is. A, he's a brand. And he has so many comedians that are friends, and he loves Las Vegas. So I did pop in a, a few weeks ago, and it's a great room. It's yeah, it looks really seats. nice, just the pictures I've seen. It looks real very nice. Very intimate, and I felt very loose there to try out jokes. Good place to warm up for my shows with Dave. It was That's awesome. Fun. Yeah. All right, we got a bunch and of stuff. And by the way, Jimmy came up. On stage with me. Is that and, right? And it was, it was a, at one point he got a big laugh, and I was tempted to bump mics with him, but I thought it wouldn't yeah. be right. It just wouldn't be right. <laughs> You'd be hey, cheating. Cheating on that would be an expensive bump, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yes. Jimmy's <laughs> at a different pay grade. <laughs> we uh, we have to take a quick break. It's always fun when Jeff Ross and David tell you here we got a lot of stuff that's in the news related to oh. you guys right now that we want to get into Ooh. when we return right after this on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Jeff Ross, Dave Attell, two of the best in the business. You can see them on stage together. 
for one night only at the Morongo Casino tomorrow night. The show, we did check it, is all ages, but wow. minors must be accompanied by an adult. Okay. Tickets or are two on sale adults. Now. Really, two adults would be yeah. best. <laughs> Tickets are you on sale now. might have a lot of explaining to do. I would bubble wrap those kids. Through <laughs> <laughs> Ticketmaster.com or MorongoCasinoResort.com. It's going to be a great show. Bumping mics also available on Netflix. All right, uh, Jeff, we've been dancing around it, but you... The king of the Jews have now offended your own people. Yeah. Please, in your own words, explain the controversy and what's going on. Well, you're talking about historical roast of yes. Anne Frank, mm-hmm. who would have been 90 yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. You think about it, like what a cool old lady that would have been. She could have been like Joan Rivers or something. I mean, she was a, she had a great sense of humor. She was a great writer. I don't think we have the same vision of Joan Rivers. <laughs> you got to read the diary of Anne Frank. She had a great sense of humor in the book. And anyway, um, I made a list of all my people that are heroes of mine, and and we roasted people like Abe Lincoln and Martin Luther King. Because Abe Lincoln and Martin Luther King haven't been through enough (laughs) for their assassinations. Now they need you to come dump on them. Well, I only roast the ones I love. And I love Uh Anne Frank. I read her diary as a kid. It was near and dear to my heart. It taught me what my uncles and the greatest generation fought against Mm -hmm. and for during World War II. And it's also a cautionary tale of how we treat asylum seekers and refugees today. So I thought... And that's exactly what you said on stage? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's good. On well, the you're show? You're asking me a question. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thoughtful about my answer, and okay. I'm thoughtful about the episode. So some people at the Anne Frank Institute got offended, and uh, and other people uh, involved in these, very close to these Holocaust issues, got offended. And I thought, yeah, I mean, this is not the way you should learn about the Holocaust, but, but this is what I do. I, I wanted to highlight things I care about, so um, I wrote a whole show about Anne Frank. And by the way... Netflix goes to 180 countries. I'm, people would never know this story. We talk about the Holocaust. We say never forget. But if people don't know the story, mm-hmm. even my friends were getting Anne Frank and Helen Keller confused. So as fake news evolves no, wow. into fake history, I <laughs> That's thought it was really smarter. Is that a joke, though? I thought it was important to keep her name and story alive. So and create curiosity. I, look, and I, I will say this for Jeff. Jeff is fearless. He uh, He always takes it. He takes it there, and I, I and I think it's to be admired, especially in these times where, like, uh, you know, I know I personally put the filter up a lot, but it's great to see that he runs at it, and I think that's impressive. Thanks, uh, that's the, Thanks, that's one of the most imp- uh, impressive things about comedians to me is they go someplace, and in, in, your, yeah. in your mind as a, a viewer, you go, no, 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 don't go there, yeah. and then they make you laugh. That's the amazing part to Thank me. you, guys. Years ago, I saw... You know, you see the producers, Mel Brooks. Like I remember him talking about that, getting getting criticism for that, and he said, "We can't ever take back what happened, the lives lost, and so on, but we can try to seek some revenge through ridicule." And we're ridiculing Hitler and the Nazis and Gilbert Gottfried. I called him up. I asked him to play Hitler, and I didn't even get the lure out. And he said yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he he like had the pants on for Hitler. It's just like he just had to put the shirt on. Sure. And then he could just run out the door. And John Lovitz plays FDR, and Fred Willard plays God, and Rachel Feinstein plays Anne Frank. That's and I, fantastic. And I play a Jewish comedian in Nazi Germany with the armband and the whole thing. And it turns into not a roast. It's a roast of Anne Frank because she's in the seat of honor. But it really flips into a Hitler roast. Hmm. You got to see it. Historical roast on Netflix. I Absolutely. highly recommend it.
And uh, and by the way, the way you explain it, I mean, it makes so much sense. I, I it, it sounds like a very reasonable explanation. So th- the problem with those who complained about it was that they just are terrified of anything that is not treated completely seriously about that historical event, right? That's their problem. That is true. This is gotcha. not, it, it's, you know, what they would call tasteless humor. Mm-hmm. But bad taste is not a crime. And my oh, audience God. isn't for Holocaust survivors. It's for people who wouldn't even know the story of Anne Frank. I gave the diary to the writers on the show, the diary of Anne Frank, and my Vietnamese writer who's in his 20s, Alex Duong, took it home and came back the next day with all these ideas, and this curiosity creates change. And and it's a, it's for the people who don't know her story. I think a lot of people these days who complain probably didn't even see it. That could be. They probably just heard that you were doing this, and that offends them, and they're going to start speaking yeah, out against thank you. The day it came out, Abe Foxman, who used to run the Anti-Defamation League, tweeted about it or wrote something about it. I'm like, there's no way this 90-year-old watched the show before he criticized it. It makes me crazy. And by the way, I show this to a bunch of – we have two uh, grandsons of, of survivors on our staff. And they loved it, and and they showed it to their families, and they loved it. So if you're willing to have an open mind, I feel sorry for people who live in a such a dark place that their sense of humor is frozen. Like, amen, that. amen. By the way, Jeff, how about you, Dave? What's the uh, what's the hottest water you've ever gotten in with your material? With my material? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> you're gonna have to move over by the mic. There. Well, <laughs> since someone took that sweet plum of an Anne Frank roast, I uh, <laughs> now I uh, snatched that from you. I'd say every show, every show, there is that that um, that one joke or that line or that word that you could just tell that the the audience has been almost basically um, programmed now that that's not allowed to be said or you as you that represents a group or whatever. So I, I'd say I run into those pretty much every every other show or something like that. But yeah, you know, in terms of uh, every special I've ever done. Uh, hour special. There's always like the one bit that you're like, "There's no way anybody could have a problem with that," right? You know, and then and then uh, you're wrong. Then I'm wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's the one. And yeah. then what it is is like what you said, which is that there's somebody who seriously didn't like the bit, and then there's the people who go, "Oh, this is um, you know, I I I can feel for that person," and then there's the millions of others who just want to jump in on something. So that's so you really never get a good read anymore. Correct. On uh, on really what is effective and what affects people. So it's, it's really like the is... outrage machine is just waiting for one person to point, right? And then everybody goes crazy. They're almost and ready. They are ready. And yeah. it is a sport now where it's really like how how can we how more can we dump on this? You know. And I give the crowd like it is their show. You know, it is their show, and they have every right to uh, like and hate what they hear and see and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the other people, the people who were never there in this universe of uh, of just the web, they, you know, I, I their opinion, I know it matters, but it shouldn't matter as much as the people who were actually there. Oh, great. Right. It infuriates Absolutely. me when people get offended by a joke that wasn't told to them. Like, this <laughs> right. happened to Gilbert yeah. Gottfried years ago. He tweeted something, and people who don't even follow him are like, I'm offended. Well, What? It's like sushi. You eat it there. It's funny. <laughs> Jokes are funny there. They're not funny four days later in another continent. Out of context with everything else. Yeah. yeah. I'm offended by people that are always offended. <laughs> we'll be selling those t-shirts. <laughs> the uh, the show is called Bumpin' Mics, by the way. And we should explain, by the way, because that's a weird title for people who haven't seen the Netflix special. I'm offended what? by it. Why do you call it that? Because it, it's, it's like a, it's, it's, a, it's a penis fight, right? A sword fight in the restroom. Well, Dave and I go on stage together. 
You know, we don't go on one at a time like like you, like you might think. We go on as a team. We enter from different sides of the stage, and we just sort of riff and talk to each other and talk to the crowd and talk about the world. We throw a party, but when something fresh happens, something that really makes each other laugh, for whatever reason, we bump mics the way people bump fists. Mm -hmm. It happened organically, uh, just late just night. Idea. Just late night, and it just sort of popped and... And there's no real mystery to it. It's just as simple as... It's just, hey, you made me laugh. Yeah. That was new. Mic bump. Love Sometimes it. we do reverse bike bumps. Oh, no, don't give it all away. Them around. Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, our mic bumps away. are getting really creative. You so, want to? You got to save wanna, something for Morongo, dude. We yeah, have a right. few surprises. Okay, all right. You want to go to uh, MorongoCasinoResort.com or Ticketmaster.com. Not only do you get to see the show, there's a very good chance you'll end up in the show if you go, <laughs> yeah. by the way, because that's how they do it. And, we, uh, we also see everybody afterwards. We take pictures with people. We love the fans. Yeah, we're selling Dave, merch on this tour. Dave's this is fans, real. This Dave, is the real deal. Dave has, like, crazy fans who come see him, not just every time he's in town. They travel from other towns. And yeah. then some people will come two nights in a row and take the same picture with Dave. They're obsessed with him. So, <laughs> so it's how about fun, that? It's fun huh? walking around the casino with Dave after because he can't really stand still. He sort of <laughs> darts through the blackjack tables. Yep. <laughs> Those Atel heads are serious, it sounds like, Dave. <laughs> I, uh, Jeff, who's opening for us? Might as well... Oh, Annie Lederman. There you She's go. great. All right. Good friend of mine from the comedy store is this from the <laughs> so it's going to be a great show. All ages, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. All ages. I think that's cool. Me Bring too. Bring your kid. Bring your grandma. We want 18 to 80 up there, man. All ages. We Bring actually your... do really better with the older crowd. Is to be right? honest, they have a better sense of humor. And we, we hit like two shows back east where we had people in their 90s showing up. And they were great. Yeah. They were, I mean, honestly, I really they were there with their family. Year old. That could have been Anne Frank. <laughs> what a pity. <laughs> Have a, a great time tomorrow night. Thank you, boys. We love you. Thank Thanks you. for having us on, guys. You bet. Thank you. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world's famous K-Rock. First, Allie, what's happening? I'll tell you this about Magic Mountain. Yes. In high school, mm -hmm. that was the place to go. It was a hangout? And meet pub public school dudes. Yeah. Oh, because you were Catholic. Did yeah. you wear, did yeah. you wear the uh, uniform? I didn't. I didn't. We would, you know, wear our little shorts and be like, yeah, let's talk to some dudes. <laughs> yeah. Funny, because I used to go there. Same uh, reason. No. Oh. Uh, although I probably should have. Mm -hmm. I would go there to go on that Buccaneer ship ride. Oh, yeah. Because it made me feel funny. <laughs> In your pants? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you sit up at the top, yep. I do remember like 100%. a weird butterfly situation. Yeah. Wow. Hundred <gasps> percent. Feel like now I need to. Do I mean, that. give a call if you had your no, first orgasm on the Buccaneer ride. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it still there? We don't I'm need no. We don't need waiting for any my calls first. right now on that. I love that ride. It was. I bet you did. <laughs> Good times. All right. Well, that was a, a fun little trip through our childhood. Sure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, remember the whole Justin Bieber, I want to fight Tom Cruise times? Yeah. He just randomly one night tweeted that um, I want to fight Tom Cruise. He challenged him to a fight. Then he tagged Dana White in the story. Like, I want to get in the octagon with him. It was bizarre. And we all thought, okay, there's going to be a tie-in. It's going to be for some ad. There's going to be a product that they're both doing commercials for. Maybe even a movie down the line. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. Oh, I my goodness. That was crazy. It was crazy. And I thought... <laughs> I really wanted it to be just Justin on his couch, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I want to fight Tom Cruise. But I thought there's no way, because that's insane, so right? Pascal, what's up? I mean, honestly, I did think, the first thing that came to my mind was, 
hey, everybody, watch this. Right. Like, he had that power. He had right. enough followers. Yeah. Check this out. Right. Or like a reboot of Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Something. No, I didn't think he meant it at all. I think he just meant it as a troll. Well. No? Here's his quote. Nah. I was just playing. The story is I saw an interview with him, and it was just on my mind. I don't know why I thought about it. It was just a random tweet. I do that stuff sometimes. So he literally was just sitting on his couch and was like, yeah, I can, I can take him. He's such a douche. No, I kind of love it even more now. That it, there was no point to it. He just wanted to write it, and then people started freaking out. I mean, Conor McGregor offered his company to be the one that puts on the fight. People started superimposing his face on uh, movie scenes where Tom Cruise fights people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm down. I would watch that fight. I, yes. We all said we'd pay for yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, he also knows his limits because he said, I'm pretty sure he'd whoop my ass in a fight. I'd have to get in good shape. I'm really skinny now. I think he'd probably be out of my weight class because he's big. You know, he's got that dad strength. I, he's not big. He's not big by any means. Um, and what exactly is dad strength? Yeah, I don't know that either. I'm about to find out. Yeah, you are. A couple weeks. What if? Sure. What if he comes back after having a baby mm -hmm. and he is just <laughs> swole. yoked? Yeah, swole up. Swole Jensen. <laughs> I'm like, We're like, can he make it through the door with those yeah. arms? I'm like prison yard yoked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need this now. I like it. That would be kind of incredible. I've been watching a lot of prison docs on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, it seems and, like you have. And uh, I'm telling you, man, it's not as bad as it, it's, you know, cracked up to be. Like, you just work out and read, man. Yeah. Sounds and then awesome. you can have, like, your toilet talks. Oh, yeah, that I want to do. I want to talk through my toilet to someone on a different floor. Uh, I know that... Uh, the dog is snoring. This is He's asleep. Yeah. I know that this is not going to surprise he you guys. He's mad at me because I point out the dog no, is no, snoring. I'm not mad. I'm just saying it's not that big a deal. But here's what I'm going to say. I've uh, I agree with Jensen. I have often thought that prison doesn't look like a terrible deal. No, honestly, other than the beat up stuff, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of alone a time and being able to read what yeah. you, yeah, yeah. And if you're a white collar, if you're in a white collar prison, which is where Jensen and I would end up, we're not going to you know do any thug life I stuff. I don't know, tattoo bean man, tattoo yeah, bean. Yeah. Then I I really do think it would be a nice breather. You know what I mean? Oh I, yeah, I, we definitely I, slow everything down. Yeah, a nice break for you for a while. <laughs> I mean, there's certainly stuff you would miss. Obviously, not being able to go to the 7-Eleven and stuff like that. Do you but, guys mind if I take a different breather? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta come to prison no, too. No, no, come with us. No, I feel like I would just go to a retreat no high. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But I mean, these guys go in there and they teach them, they go to the uh, the prison library and they become lawyers because they have all this time to teach themselves the law, you know, or they learn another language or something like that. I just feel like all the stuff we don't have time for yeah. out in our busy, busy world we would be able to do in prison. Sometimes I regret not going to prison because I could have been something better in life. Yeah. You know what I now, mean? Now, here's the one question I have, though. Do you do <laughs> you, you get a, do you get a laptop or Yo, a, no, a phone? Get free laptops. You yeah. can use a laptop, mm -hmm. yeah. Can I mean, you? You don't have it just, like, sitting in your room all the time. But oh, you have to go to the library or something like that. Based on the, you based have to on, earn it, Bean. Right. Based on the docs I've been watching, including Jailbirds, which was okay. a get-up on, uh, they do get iPad time while uh, out of their cells. See, that would be super because then you could still, you know, keep you're up with your yourself for one hour out of the 24 hours you're going to use an iPad. No, not, not, the, not the, the kind of white uh, white collar crime that we're oh, talking okay, about, Kevin. It's not like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look into it. My bad. I think I'm going to look into it. Yeah, I got to call my travel agent. <laughs> after, I, after I run my marathon, I'll be so tired sure. that I'll look forward to some time in jail.
Out of curiosity, what um, would be your white-collar crime that you were convicted of? I mean, I would try to find something that would have no victim, obviously. Right. That's what I would look for. Like, uh, uh, you know, tax evasion or something mm-hmm. like that. Money There's laundering. Money laundering. Yeah, something. something like okay. that. Yeah. Good All luck right. with yeah. that. I don't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Jensen hasn't said that, though. I think he wants to hurt someone. No, I'm looking for a GTA. Yeah. Pretty much pretty serious crimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a reputation when I come in. Sure. You've got to start with that. Otherwise, it's a whole different experience. Exactly. I want people to know. Right. And Jensen, we could get teardrop tattoos, too. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be cool. A lot, a lot of white-collar teardrop tattoos. <laughs> I'm, getting right? one, I'm getting one for every uh, every IRS audit. <laughs> one, two, three, just three across one eye. <laughs> but it's just a calculator? Yeah. Instead oh, of a teardrop? Dog, it's pretty rough out there. <laughs> I, I didn't like keep it. receipts. <laughs> 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 they got me, man. And everybody in the prison goes, that guy didn't keep receipts. Ooh, Stay away from him. Man. <laughs> that dude doesn't even know what Intuit is. <laughs> what, what would your nickname this, be? I want this to happen so badly uh, now. I like Little Weasel. Little, we- little Weasel. Why did you throw out the weird Not Weasel sure. gang sign? Little gang sign. I'm feeling it off the gang I'm sign. I'm getting into character. Being what about you? <laughs> I don't. I you don't have, have a any idea. name. I, you're not allowed to pick you your prison gang name. Sign that you throw up like Jensen just did. <laughs> Little weasel. <laughs> I think they give. I think they give you your nickname. I don't ah, think you dog, get to pick. You gotta it. come in with one. If that, you're a pussy bean, yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. You come, you, I need pussy to come bean. in. And, come Very in and introduce Pussy bean. Very popular. Perfect name. We'll definitely have a preceding reputation. Yes. Who's in this? He won't have the time that he thought he did. I don't think I want to put that in anyone's mind, to tell you the truth. So. Well, a little weasel let you by. All right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm already going to have to start hiring a little weasel for protection now. I'll have to look into my schedule. Pretty busy? Yeah. Little weasel? Got All some right. dudes to talk to and beat them up. Does that sound? That didn't sound no. very jail-like. I can talk to some dudes. Do you, think, do you think any part of this has... I don't know, man. I don't know. The receipt, no receipts guy. Yeah. That, that seems real. Wow, that's start- an animal. I'm starting to learn there's a lot of doubt in this room about your, your beloved co-workers here. Yeah. Man. You don't trust us or believe in us for marathon anything. Fails. I mean, I believe in you a lot except for in jail. Okay. Or the marathon. He doesn't believe or in Or the marathon. Yeah. I don't believe either. Okay. Or right. the ukulele. You are forgetting right? Tattoo Bean, man. I know, tattoo I Bean's I a I new do, man. Sometimes yeah. I do forget the tattoo, and he that is. has changed everything. He is hard. Some birthdays oh. for... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Tim Allen, Ashley and Mary Kate Olson, Ali Sheedy, Chris Evans, Rivers Cuomo, Steve Cat Dennings, Ethan Embry, and DJ Snake, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We are honored every week at this time that our good friend Dr. Drew Pinsky joins us on the radio, and I am especially happy today because we're going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to all of our hearts, those of us that have to get up in the middle of the goddamn night to do this show, and that is sleep. Sleep and sleep factors. Dr. Drew... Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Good morning. It's a little more lighthearted than our usual fare. Yes, yes, sir, yeah. yes. No one's getting the typhoid fever or the bubonic plague today well, on Dr. Drew's watch. I we can't promise they're yeah. not. We're just not going to talk about <laughs> we it. We don't know yet. <laughs> right. Ali, uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you ask Dr. Drew the question that you asked us a few minutes ago about this sleep study you just read? Uh, I, I asked a question about what do you think is the average time that people are going to sleep? What would, what would the nighttime shut it off, your going to bed time be? The average go-to-sleep time or the average number of hours slept? No, 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 no. go, go to, to sleep. bed. Yeah. Go to sleep. What, what time? time do most Americans go to bed on average? Go to bed for I'm, real. To sleep. I'm going to guess 
10, 30, 11. That's, That's what, we, what we all thought. That's what we thought. 9, yeah. 34. Oh, we got a bunch of lightweights in this Right? Country. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Maybe there's a bunch of people who have to get up real. I mean, especially in this town, there are a yeah. lot of people who have got to be on the road by 6, 630 to make it to their jobs, right? That's exactly right. In fact, I have started doing that. I've started going to bed at 930 uh, and getting up at 530 and 6 because it just the roads are so crazy. My schedule is way worse in the morning. Even yep. though it's lighter, yeah. it's just full of stuff that I just have to take care of that uh, used to cram into 30 minutes. Now it takes an hour and a half. Right. All right. Thing two, Allie, the other amazing statistic that you learned about what people sleep with. Let's see if Dr. Drew can guess this one. What percentage of people do you think sleep with a comfort, either a toy or a blanket, something from their childhood? From their childhood? I'm going to guess that people, a very high percentage, have something that is a surrogate for that, like a Mm -hmm. pillow or something they cling to, but an actual object from their childhood? Correct. Yeah, actual item. 10%. 34. Whoa! I know! We got a problem. Shocking. We live with sleepy creeps. It's called a transitional object, and that's something that sort of three-year-olds use to sort of soothe themselves to create some autonomy and independence, and the normal human moves right on through that phase. I mean, that's Linus from... uh, Charlie Brown. Or Bean, or because he sleeps with the sock monkey. I do. That's true. Dr. Drew, you... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go ahead. Take your time, (laughs) We can move on. Take your time. Let's unpack that. I'm good. (laughs) What do you got? Bean, what is that? Where did it come from? I've always had a stuffed animal my entire life. I've always, you know, sometimes they wear out, you know, just from years of years. Yeah, wears you out, wear right? Not like that. So. But I had I had a Curious George and I had an Ewok. The last few years I've had a, a collection of sock monkeys. And I just, it's, you know, we talked about this earlier on the show. It's just, it's comfortable to cradle something. It's like you say, it's probably a throwback to me being an infant. But it's well, just. It's not I, a throwback. It's, you didn't move forward right. from. You're stuck yeah. at three years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what but it's and, t- and there, you have a spouse there. Your humans are supposed to cuddle mm. with each other. Does he? And no, I, she doesn't want to sleep I don't in that room. I don't want to know what you're doing with these things that you've worn them out. That's my point. Not only mm-hmm. worn them out, he has to have multiples of them in case he loses one and in case he goes on a trip. Yeah, there's, a, there's a travel one. recommend that you try moving away from the object. It's not hurting anybody, though. It's just it makes me sleep better. It's more comfortable for me to have that in the cradle of my of my arm. That's I'd like all. to hear from the us. sock monkey. Yeah, I would it's hurting us. We need to talk to the sock monkey. It's hurting <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then the other sleep-related thing, Dr. Drew. Jed said this is a study that you were fascinated with that you wanted to run by the doctor as well. Uh, yeah, well, we, we saw a report that said that people who sleep with the television on or any sort of light being displayed... Women are more likely to face obesity because of it. Right. I I saw that study, too. So we know that disrupted sleep does screw with our appetite patterns and is associated with us gaining weight and having difficulty losing weight. It also is bad sleep is associated with all kinds of cardiovascular events for various different reasons. Would you mind explaining why it it has an effect on you? That's generally speaking and mostly what we're talking about is inadequate sleep bad sleep hygiene sleep apnea things that really put a strain on your cardiovascular system and also lack of restorative sleep which we need now this study it seems like they were controlling for women only yeah and again we know that disrupted sleep is associated with weight gain and they were i think trying to figure out does light cause disrupted or disturbed sleep in some way 
And it's a little bit of a spurious study in the sense that who's leaving their TV on all night? What else oh, might I, be going I on? Think a lot of I think a lot of people do. But it occurred to me that, you know, yes, a lot of people do, but I've also noticed when people leave a light on, people leave a television on, they're lonely, they're depressed, these kinds of things may be figuring into this too. And those for sure are also associated with weight gain and difficulty losing weight. So that's, that's one issue. The other issue, though, is that it, of course, light, and they were able to associate, this was the more compelling part of the study, the longer the light, the more intense the light, the more the weight gain. And that's, mm-hmm. a pretty, that's a pretty substantial finding. So, again, it's interfering somehow with the hygiene of our sleep, which we've kind of known for a long time that televisions do that. Now, so, now they didn't uh, check men. I would mm-hmm. just assume that it's women and men. If they did check men, it would be the same. I would agree, and again, studies try to control for sex, age, race, right. region. You know, the, the the more predictive, the more the better controlled the test is. The less the less opportunity there is to criticize the test. You know, you could easily just go, oh well, you didn't control for women, you didn't control for whatever. And they, I think they did a pretty good job of doing that. So I'm a woman that sleeps with blackout curtains and uh, eye mask. Why am I not super thin? <laughs> Honestly, I started sleeping with an eye mask probably three years ago. But doesn't that, isn't that blackout? I isn't didn't that... have the blackout curtain then. And then I was like, wow, there's something about it just pressing right under my eye mm. that felt like almost like more relaxing is that weird to say is that and i actually tried doing that with a weighted eye mask because i thought oh. yeah, keep, it keeps your eyes closed maybe they don't get so dry at night maybe those things are disrupting sleep and i couldn't breathe i threw the thing off at about five minutes yeah plus, <laughs> plus wrinkles nobody wants that I'm, I'm so surprised though to be honest i always thought that uh, this sounds dumb but i always thought losing weight was just basically watching your food intake going and exercising i didn't know there was things that are semi-involuntary like oh, other than jeans and stuff, but a ton, and that's why that's why we have gastric bypass surgeries, because people are increasingly more and more convinced that there's a biological basis to these extremes, particularly. You know, the whole ghrelin leptin biology is very complicated. I don't understand yeah, those yeah, words. Nope. Over you know, ghrelin leptin. hormones that determine our appetite, that respond to things in our stomach and I our small bowel. And <laughs> what's that? I thought ghrelin leptin were people. I mean, you don't want to ask me. I thought she. I thought he said gremlin lepkin. <laughs> So, Think of them that way. The coolest yeah. law firm. You, you got to talk down to us, Drew. Well, right? There are hormones that affect our Thank hunger you. states. And, and I can tell you for sure, you know, having worked in a psychiatric hospital those years, one of the things we were constantly contending with was that some of the psychotropic medications make you just a little bit hunger, hungry. And if you're a little bit hungry all the time, you can gain a ton of weight yeah. because yeah, it's all the time there. And that's a biology that drives us. We really don't, just generally speaking, we don't pay enough attention to these motivational states and drives that are just behind everything. And small, small pushes in one way or another can really affect our behavior. What's the most important thing about sleep? Getting enough of it, I would imagine. I mean, what's the most important thing that we could do that we can, but we have well, control over? attend the hygiene of our sleep, have the right environment, the right, you know, timing that we do on a consistent basis. We don't drink caffeine late in the day. We don't have the light on, the TV on, the computer on, these sorts of things. Think of sleep as a hygienic issue. And then also remember that it's highly associated, we think now at least, with dementia. And so it's really preserving your brain and your cognitive functioning. I, I think of sleep as something as, you know, the cardiovascular and the weight and all that stuff, that's important. But I really think about preserving and sustaining our brain health is what's important in sleep. I stopped watching TV in my bedroom 
Um, I could have taken the TV out of my bedroom. But but I'm just saying, but instead I just, I put my remote somewhere so I wouldn't find it and I literally haven't. Um, But I do not watch TV in my bedroom at all. It's a, it's just a place to sleep. That's good. That's that's kind. Those are kinds of recommendations that people make. But it sounds like you could never watch TV ever again because you lost your remote. No, just in my bedroom. No, and it's a different TV. Well, I could ridiculous. get a universal remote. There's a lot of things I could do, but I'm very lazy. All right, we're gonna have to leave it right there. Great uh, talk as always, Doctor Drew. You can, or that's fine with the applause. You can go to drdrew.com <laughs> to find out all the details about the good doctor's life, including his KABC radio show from noon till three Monday through Friday, and all the great podcasts he does. And don't forget to download the Heal app in the App Store or Google Play. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Doctor. Hey guys. Bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey Rock. That means it's time for Allie's final look at what's happening. Allie, are you gonna? Uh, I should ask you this off the air. Are you going to break some hearts with that, that story we were talking about earlier? Uh, you definitely should have asked me off there because I have no idea what you're The super, about. super sad one that's going to devastate people. Oh, I wasn't going to, Bean. It's too, it's too painful? Well, let's do it. It is. It's too painful. Okay. All right. What else you got? Well, it seems like a tease that's, that's not worth Worst it. tease ever. Yeah, that's not a good one. Well, I didn't want to. For, I don't want to force Allie to do it if she doesn't want to. I just well, talk well, about it off the air. Then. I know, but I didn't think about it because we were all listening to well, garbage. Then shut the f up. Okay. That's sad. <laughs> all right, listen. The last Farrell's ice cream parlor has <gasps> closed in Brea. Oh. It's the end of the chain for now. So that's very painful. Yeah, I love that place. Did they in your area? Did they call it Barrels? Did it become Barrels? No. No. In the valley, it was Ferrells, and then one day they just added a little hoop around the F, and it became Barrels. Really? Why? I don't did they know. Get sold or something? I didn't. I never understood it. I was like, seven. I went to the one at in uh, Woodland Hills yeah. off of Canoga. That yeah. was my Ferrells. Then your Barrels later. I don't remember. I don't being remember barrels. It being Barrels either. Yeah, they switched it, man. I had a birthday party at Ferrells and a birthday party at Barrels. Wow, <laughs> which was better? Uh, Ferrell's. Ferrell's, yeah. Was Ferrell's the one that had the trough? Yeah, yeah. it yep. was. Pig trough, yeah. I made oh. a pig out of myself at Ferrell's. That's How what you could get. Yeah, How did they go out of business? Is it just that we don't live in a world where people value an ice cream parlor anymore? It's just uh, people want, you know, weird ice cream with bricks in it and dumb stuff. All right, bricks was a bad I'm example. Not positive. But you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want salted caramel. No, just get vanilla. Be a human. I don't know. So it's just too old-fashioned. People, people want... Snowballs, they want yogurt, and they just want. These guys used to dress up and run yeah. around and bathe. Yeah, they'd have a stretcher, a stretcher yeah. carrying if, the ice cream. If you ordered like a banana sundae, came, someone came out and was like, Hello, my darling, this is a banana sundae. <laughs> like, it was That's like, delightful. It was like, it was I love it so much. Full theme. Do you remember, I think it was a Newhart episode where he was shamed at a place that was kind of supposed to be a Farrell's Mm -hmm. because he just got a single scoop of ice cream (laughs) and everyone there shamed him. I remember watching that as a kid. (gasps) I don't remember that, but that is a funny, funny concept. All right, well, here's the devastating part. They're just, they're gone now. That's the, that that was not only... That was not just the last SoCal location. You're telling me it's the last one in the country. The last well, Ferrell's. I mean, I didn't read it because I wasn't going to do the full story. Oh, sorry, story. sorry, sorry. Um, but it but sounds like they had a business. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's bad. the end That's of the bad. chain for now. We don't, That's bad. We don't know, guys. That's a bummer. Millennials killed Ferrell's barrels. Yep, they sure did. I feel like millennials would love Ferrell's. I don't Everyone. know. I don't know who's don't, to blame. I don't either. But yeah, everybody loves a barbershop quartet. <laughs> Giving out sherbet. 
I'm How telling dare you, you? I don't like it your attitude. It joy. I mean, sure, I like it. I I'm don't just like saying your it attitude. was the final location ever, yeah. Well, you want some happier news? Please. Dave Chappelle is making his Broadway debut this summer with a limited run of shows in July. Dave Chappelle, live on Broadway, is going to feature five shows between July 9th through the 13th. Unclear if he's performing a more traditional stand-up set or if he's going to mix it up with a different kind of one-man show. But tickets go on sale to the general public on June 21st. All right. That's a hot ticket right there. Absolutely. So, uh, Dina Lohan's internet boyfriend has called it quits on their relationship. No. This following, but they were going to meet. Yeah, this following <laughs> a recent Lindsay Lohan interview where she came off dismissive and cold. Jesse Nadler said he heard the interview, and despite being warned by Dina that it was harsh, he immediately ended the relationship. He said he never wanted to come between them. Hmm. The two have had an up-and-down relationship, breaking up multiple times, but always got back together. But this time, Naylor says it's different. There's no way he could date a woman whose family isn't on board. Dina has reportedly called him multiple times, but he's done. My favorite part of this whole article, the last line, it's not clear if they ever met. (laughs) (laughs) That is insane. That is the best. Oh, I kind of love it. All right, guys, great news. After years of speculation and rumors, it's finally been confirmed. The Boondocks is getting a reboot. Sony announced a host of new projects slated for 2020, including the Boondocks reimagining. No word on which characters will be brought back, but the show will air on Adult Swim. And if you don't love awesomely funny animation like Boondocks, can I interest you in a Spice Girls animated movie? Nope. It's in the works at Paramount. Everyone's on board. Scary, baby, sporty, ginger, and posh. The project project is said to be in early development and won't be released until 2020 at the very earliest. But it's going to include new songs as well as 90s classics. Nope. I pass. Yeah, I'm going to hard pass on that one. Yeah. Yeah. This friends totally went ghost on me. They didn't, sir. Uh, (laughs) This we need to have a serious discussion about, and I feel like we need to talk to these two ladies that started a company to offer baffled new parents some help with one of their most important decisions. Naming the baby. Oh. It's a startup company called Future Perfect, founded by two moms who met on the playground and bonded over their children's unique names. Here's I what, hate them. Here's <laughs> what they offer. Packages starting at 100 bucks to help the new parents choose what to call their children. The $100 basic The Riff package includes a 15-minute name-storming session. No, <laughs> they changed the wording. Mm. And then for the more involved $350 package called The Works, you're going to get a more in-depth questionnaire, a 15-minute phone call, 10 first names and the reason for choosing them, 10 middle names and the reason for choosing them, plus a customized baby gift and even on-demand follow-up calls. Jensen, can I interest you in Future Perfect? I love taking any kind of advice regarding my baby's name, and I would love, I I would definitely encourage anyone to give me suggestions. Would you pay for that? No. Okay. May I ask this question, and this is very important. Does it say what the, quote-unquote, unique names were they gave their own children? Uh, The article did. 
And they were just generic. If you would share it with me, it would um, let me would know whether to, I can trust them. I would have to look up that article because okay. all I have is the the little gotcha. chunk Pull story. Up. I have one of the names. Yeah. I have one of the names. Uh-huh. Tito Santana. Yeah. And then uh, Lufus and Shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they named their kids Lufus and Shark, I'm in. So I didn't realize one that. One of them was named Shonky. Chonky? Shonky. Shonky. Okay. U-N-K-Y. Shonky. You're yeah. kidding about that. No, I am kidding about that. Okay, good. <laughs> but this is one of the real names. SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm. So, That's a good one. I be very know. popular on the playground. I don't know if those were the names. Um, I am actively trying to I got log it. in. I got yes, it. I found yes, it. Okay. Yes. Both Chicago-based women chose non-traditional names for their own children. One has two boys named Ayan, E-Y-A-N. Or would you pronounce it Ian and probably spelled funky? Ian. Ian, maybe? Uh That's terrible. And Jude. Okay. Uh, So the other has two (laughs) girls named It's not past tense for Jew, by the way. No, no, Jude. Jude, J-U-D-E. Like Like Jude Law. Right. Right. Uh, The other has two girls whose names are Reeve. Reeve? Reeve. Reeve. Oh, Reeve. Reeve is Terrible name. No. Reeve? None of these are crazy names. Jude, no, no, he, Ian, and that Reeve. Bad. Reeve is bad. Yeah. Ian is these. bad. No. Reeve is bad. None of these are bad. And the other daughter is named Vaughn. Vaughn? Yes. Oh, that's kind of pretty. Like V-A-U-G-H-N? Yes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but then when people see something that's theirs, they go, oh, that's Vaughn's. And they go, no, I go to Pavilions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care. I even laughed at my own I was like no, to suggest no, that you laughed, you laughed way too hard at that. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> All right. So you guys, Ian, Jude, Reeve, and Vaughn, you've heard that and you still would, you still were interested in what they have to say about Jetson's Absolutely, baby? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I don't think those are that crazy of names. I also don't think they're exceptional enough to make me think these people have the magic formula to come up with baby There names. is no magic formula. You just pick a name that you like. I don't know. Not that and I, don't make I'd it Ian. Not that hard. To Lufus and Sharks, mom. Well, I didn't know about Lufus and Shark. Okay. Yeah, they're the um, fifth and sixth Jonas brother. Sure. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna hook up a conversation with the ladies and see what they've got for Jensen. See now. what they got for me. Yeah. I like it. You can't make fun of their kids' names, Bean. I mean, we can tell me. them we don't think they're. Yeah, we can tell you them. Just said watch. watch me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right. I certainly I'm, can. I mm-hmm. don't give an F bean. Remember? Yeah, you are yeah, tattoo bean. I'm short timer bean. All right, some birthdays for you. DJ Snake, Ethan Embry, Kat Denning, Steve-O, Rivers Cuomo, Ali Sheedy, Ashley and Mary-Kate Olsen, Tim Allen, and God bless you just for being Mr. Chris Evans. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ali. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Professor Pussy show. (laughs) (laughs) We're going with that, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, We're going to talk to a listener who visited Chernobyl. Oh, Oh, luck out. That hot spot. No pun intended. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Actor uh, Randall Park will join us. Yes. (gasps) Always be my maybe is the cutest. The very hot Randall Park right now. He's killing it. Friday, so keep it 100. And we've got your tickets for the secret Blink 182 show as well tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.